Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome or welcome back to my favorite weekly event sesh. My name is Nikki and I'm the creator and host of the Black Sheep in Powder Pink. Now is the time to fill your glasses to the rim and pack your bowls a little fatter than usual because trust me, you may need them here. There's no filters, no guidelines, and absolutely nothing is off limits. It's all sass and no shades, sis. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up, podcast family? Like always, I've missed you all as though a million moons have passed us. I hope everyone has been good since we last spoke. Thank you to everyone who tuned in to season two, the first episode. I'm so happy to have you guys here again. And yeah, (laughs) I don't know if I'm the only one who is literally terrified at the fact that 2023 is literally two and a half months away but I want to make something of it I accidentally slipped up and we're gonna talk about me this episode but before we do that I want to challenge you guys to something with the remaining two and a half months I want you guys to start something new break a bad habit or continue to work on something that you might have put on pause for a second in that time till january commit to it i want you to love this commitment that you're making for yourself whether it be a health habit a creative habit career i don't care what the fuck it is change your attitude start cleaning your shoes more often something as small as fucking flossing your goddamn teeth just start and just don't finish (laughs) and the reason why i tell you guys to start is because as i reflected on season one i realized that it was literally a collection of l's that i took this year and me making fun of myself for going through it i realized the patterns that i was making and the mistakes that i was making and I completely held myself accountable. So we're going to talk shit about me and the finish lines and the check lines and the checkpoints, whatever the fucking word is. We're going to discuss it all because who better to discuss me than me? This year has taught me more than I could have ever imagined. 27 was definitely the year that brought me and molded me into becoming who I see myself moving forward. It taught me the value in being kind even when I had to cry and walk away with the mouth filled with words to say. And it may not sound like a big deal to you, but it is one to me. I'm keen to detail and I'm like this fucking sass, like queen of sass. So if anyone is going off on someone and dropping the mic afterwards, it's fucking me, okay? So trust me, when I talk about my slip-up, you guys, I'm just as disappointed as myself as you will be. Since, I can't even talk right now. Since I decided my podcast journey, I've shared the best and worst versions of myself. To normalize going through life and growing pains is not normal to broadcast to the world. People don't wake up being the person or living the life that they dream for. You don't see the work that people put in, but everything worth having takes hard work. 
having these episodes help me go back and reflect on how far I've came the importance of accountability and the hardships that I share are literally streamed on a worldwide platform it makes it a lot easier for me to practice what I preach but it's hard for me too I am only human and it's even harder for me to practice kindness when someone deserves the complete opposite I've learned to convince myself that this is the point if ever that they need it to be that they need me to be kind like they need me to be the complete opposite in what they're reflecting and giving when i decided to change mute my ego and change my sassy ways i instantly like instantly raised the standard for bullshit i was and wasn't willing to put up with it didn't take months like a scientist would say to break this bad habit it happened for me instantly and i feel like losing chris in the beginning of me choosing to change my life for something better and more meaningful it completely humbled me it was so unexpected and i just can't live with the thought that i ended things on bad terms and it was my fault and then me possibly never see this person again like i just i can't live with that so before the year ends i promise two and a half months can make a huge difference and i want to know how it goes for you on january 1st (laughs) so let me know whatever it be let's get it fucking done and when we get to january 1st it's a checkpoint so don't stop keep going you will hit a few bumps on the road this boat is not smooth sailing life and what i've shared are a complete testimony i'd consider to be my most shameful moments that I've shared on here. I've been embarrassed by my behavior, my thoughts, what I entertained, but shit happens that brings out versions of ourselves we don't even recognize. Listening to season one keeps me from taking steps backwards. I hear and feel the pain, confusion, and I don't want to go back there. Being an open book to you guys comes so natural to me. I was meant to be here. When you choose what you commit to for the remaining le- for the re- remaining time left in the year, I want you to sound and be as committed to that as I am when I'm here with all of you. Season one was a collection of L's, guys. I collected these little trophies from fake friends, acquaintances, and most importantly, myself. I am the biggest award winner for me, like... But then, I decided to be happy, let the bullshit go, and literally, within the blink of an eye, big things became smaller when the problems I faced included death, my son's school, and my work. Forgiving people who showed me just how ugly love could be, that part was easy, because so much happiness comes from forgiveness. It's forgetting that felt impossible. In cases like mine, forgetting what happened is probably the biggest blessing in disguise. I call myself out this week to keep in mind that this setback is not the finish line. It's a checkpoint. And it's important to check yourself 
before you give the world the opportunity to. Claiming your trophies and looking at your part in whatever turmoil that you're going through is the best way to practice accountability. As I gradually work my way into the tea for tonight's episode, I need you guys to understand that I see my part. I know where I went wrong. I know now that when someone shows me their colors, pay attention. If a gut feeling is telling me not to trust someone, don't trust that person. And if I can't give someone a 50-50 friendship because I personally feel like there's no friendship without trust, then that person simply does not have to be in my life. So, a couple of weeks ago, I was helping Adam with his homework and he already is just so upset with me because I got ahead of his, you know, little reading delays because he just refuses to read. He is the biggest procrastinator and he just needs extra help. So instead of waiting till the middle of the school year, I jumped on it as soon as he started and I put him in extra tutoring. With this come extra school assignments. So he has to read um more books as opposed to like you know, the books that the teacher assigns to the classroom. And I get pushback from him every single day. Like, every single day. So a couple of weeks ago, I was done helping him with his homework and left him to read aloud. Adam, like I said, refuses to apply himself. When he isn't being forced to do so, it's the worst. And his lack in effort upset me so bad and sparked a conversation. I've been working on positive parenting, trying to talk him through things and really understand why he's doing the things that he does. I'm sure we've all had a conversation with our parents when we were younger. Like, if you don't get good grades, you're not going to have a good job and da 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 da. I know we can all relate to this. Now, Adam and I have not had it easy. We've been homeless together, split Happy Meals, and shared small cans of soda. He's no stranger to the struggle or living barely getting by. So I asked him apparent questions to where we've been, where we are, and the potential he has in taking himself. Connecting how far he can go with the solid education is impossible to explain to a nine-year-old. He's only nine. Mine is no different. Relating familiar people and situations as examples of struggle is how he understood and removing ourselves, you know, help me kind of show him examples of other failures and other winners, you know? There's levels to this shit, don't act like you don't know. So in that, I removed myself and Adam and I was like, you know, do you want to struggle like A, B, and C? Or do you want to live comfortably like X, Y, and Z? We went about our day. He understood the conversation. And 
I don't know what sparked his little boo-boo attitude at this point because Adam spirals a couple times throughout the day. But the person I used as an example to the struggle was standing between Adam and I. This person is the toxic cloud that looms over one of my favorite places to be. I've mentioned them in previous episodes. Yes, this is where I made the mistake letting a little troll back into my life but anyway if you guys want to connect a couple dots i talked about feeding him clothing him giving him rides and helping any way that i could just for him to be a complete asshole to me for absolutely no reason at the end so it's in adam's nature because he likes to hurt people to look over to him and say my mom asked me this morning if I want to be homeless like you when I grow up with the snarkiest rudest attitude and my like jaw was on the ground when I was done picking my jaw up off the ground I was like dude I'm sorry I didn't say it like that he's fucking lying and that's not like we're not gonna do that he's nine just ignore him Adam looked over at the both of at the both of us and he was like, I'm not lying, I'm not lying, I swear to God. And I'm just like, what are you talking about, Adam? That was completely out of context. And when you think about the way that I spoke about us, I'll be I'd be more embarrassed about sharing it with all of you versus a child, a nine year old casually being an asshole. Because they argue to hurt each other all the time this behavior is nothing new that's their dynamic so for him to just walk away from me as if i was the worst person he's ever known it left me a little shook but i wasn't shook if that makes sense i felt like i i felt like forgiving him was easy but for some reason like i said forgetting just loomed over me and it just drove me crazy but something about like our friendship moving forward told me like reserve yourself don't trust anyone like just let it be life is what it is move on um I felt like I didn't have to apologize or defend myself just because we're all such a close-knit group that we all literally know each other's problems. So, like, it's not something that's new. It's not something that he isn't open to discussing. Like, it's life. It's what we all go through. We've all been there. Like, it's not foreign to struggle. Like, it's it's whatever. Whatever. So, I didn't feel the need to explain myself. I felt like if he was willing to throw away a friendship over a comment that a nine-year-old made, that wasn't the friendship that I had to have. So he was acting stupid with me in the next couple of days, ignoring me or whatever. But back to, you know, the beginning of the year, he started telling people that I was putting him down, calling him homeless, telling my son to talk shit about him telling people I was judging them and I'm the last person to judge anyone. I'm still fucking struggling. I'm not where I want to be and I'm not going to lie and say I am. I'm at, um, at one point, 
on my way to rock bottom, but I refuse. Like, I am, this is not my finish line. It's a checkpoint. And that's why it's important for you guys to remember too. One slip is not the end of the fucking world. One slip does not erase all the hard work that you've done. Keep fucking going. So in this, um, I went back a couple of days later. I kind of wanted to just, Adam was grounded because he just pushed it. It was disrespectful. He completely said that in the wrong context. I didn't like it. I don't like the behavior, whatever. He was grounded. We didn't go back. The day that I did go back though, everyone was giving me the cold shoulder. Like everyone was just sitting by him in like, I don't know, solidarity, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I'm not really there to socialize. I promise I'm there to skate. So I just, I looked it over my shoulder like, okay, back to two months ago, it's nothing new. If people get mad at someone, it's always, always me. So fast forward to today. Not today, today, but like, you know, the today, a couple days after the drama. And I'm sitting at the skate park. It's time for us to leave because I think it was just getting later and Adam was still on punishment. So I whistled for him because the park is pretty big and he was like on the other side playing in the kids area. I can personally whistle loud as fuck, like louder than the men hollering at a bitch on the street, okay? So I whistled and this kid who I, I don't know him personally per se in the sense that I have never met him. He's asked me if he can use my phone before, but other than that, he literally like just got out of juvie like a month ago i want to say he ran away i don't know what the fucking story is i don't care to know the story as soon as i heard that i was just like like 22 feet away please like six feet is not enough of a distance that you need to remain for me like i don't want you around me and i knew that he was a little walky like not all the way there because i was best 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 friends with his girlfriend at one point i know everything about this kid's life like i know shit that he has no idea that i know because i was so close to her but i i'm not gonna lower my standards i'm not gonna go around talking about how horrible his life is or anything like that we're not here to put anyone down i refuse to let what happened bring out an ugly version of me the one that i've been trying this entire year to suppress like it it's not gonna happen so i whistle and he like stomps on his board and he's like bitch shut the fuck up you're fucking annoying stop whistling i was like what the fuck is wrong with you like that's literally all i asked my jaw was like wide open like and who are you i'm like who the fuck are you don't talk to me like i was like i'm actually whistling for my son and then he's like i don't give a fuck who you're whistling for like i don't know where that nigga is at i was like well where's adam i'm looking for adam he's like i'm not his fucking daddy bitch i don't know where he's at and i was like exactly that's why i'm whistling i whistle for adam 
all the time and I don't know why you think that you can come at me like that but calm the fuck down like who the fuck are you and I'm being so nice guys like I'm literally not talking shit and he's like get the fuck out of here like no one even fucking likes you like and I was like are you really being that nasty to me right now like who hurt you what is wrong with you like and he went off again he's like man just get the fuck out of here like everybody talks shit about you like no one fucking likes you and I'm just like I don't even know you I don't know but the one person who I pissed off two days ago anyone who knows you that I know like you know there's just how do you know anything about me it doesn't make sense but guys it makes perfect fucking sense because homegirl I mean homeboy I mean he just acts like a bitch so much that I'm just oh sorry I'm gonna practice kindness guys see (laughs) people slip anyway so I like look over at him and he's fucking laughing and I'm just like these two and he's just like the guy who's talking shit to me is just like staring at me waiting for a fucking comeback and I'm just like uh, dork because I'm really practicing kindness and I really I literally sat there and thought the quickest thought to myself I'm like he needs kindness right now more than anything I don't really want to let him get away with calling me a bitch and telling me that no one likes me, but I know he's self-projecting. I know that the things that he's saying came from a fucking hater, and I know that I can choose to lower my standard or I can walk away. In that, he's like, that's it? That's all you have to fucking say? You're going to call me a fucking dork? I was like, dude, just look at yourself like I what else can I say I could have said a list of a lot of pathetic things but I don't want that for myself I don't want that energy whatever he was upset about I'm glad it fucked up his day because when I left I got a lot of closure in the sense that he was coming for a couple weeks prior but I was cool with the person that he was friends with so I feel Like this entire time that I felt unsettled in that friendship, it was because he was literally talking shit about me to other people the entire time. So it was like when he wanted to be my friend again, I gave him that opportunity because we skate at the same skate park. Like we've known each other since middle school and he was close to Chris too. So I thought that he like had a change of heart for himself and was like dude let me be a better friend to my friends because not everyone lives forever like no one does in fact but no same old bullshit and i'm just like so fucking i'm i'm just whatever whatever so we're gonna fast forward a day now all of this drama happens in within a one week span but It happens almost in slow motion because when it happened for me, it happened and I left it there. I knew with their fucking mouths that they were going to run it and they were going to say a bunch of extra shit about me that is complete bullshit. But, you know, it's a part of hanging around losers like things like that are things like that happen. Okay, you set yourself up for things like that when things like that happen. And guess what? That is exactly 
what the fuck happened? <laughs> I just had happened like 18 times and I'm like really stuck with my tongue. So that's exactly what happened. One of my friends hit me up on Instagram and he was like, yo, um, what's his face said that homie went off on you and he was talking shit because you uh, ask his girl for rides and um um oh yeah and he said all you did was call him a dork ha 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 like what the and i'm just like well that's a lie like we didn't even argue about her giving me rides and as a matter of fact i was the one driving that bitch everywhere so either she's doing something she ain't got no business doing and saying she's with me or he just has this shit fucked up because again he went off on me, doesn't know me, and has no fucking idea what the hell he's talking about. He was like, yeah, you already know how those people are. Like, that's just, that's the vibe. But apparently, this is like what he said. I was like, bro, no, that's not what happened. And I don't have the energy to clear myself. But when I literally explained to him the conversation that adam and i were having during his little school like you know why it's important to read and do better and be better he was like i can totally hear you having that conversation i've seen you doing homework with adam and he is you know struggling right now that's not a secret and you wouldn't say it out of spite to be mean Adam is just like that. And Adam is just like any typical growing boy. He's mean and when he doesn't get his way, he's going to throw a fit. Kids say dumb shit. If you don't understand that, then that's a you thing. Maybe you should look at what it was that this child said that really affected you and do something about it. Because I can guarantee you talking shit about me and spreading false lies is not the way the truth is going to come out on its own at this point i can care less whether or not those people are my friends i like i said forgave them for ignoring me the first time for listening to shit that was not true and this time around i'm so glad i didn't forget because I was prepared this time. I know my self-worth. I know that when it comes to toxic relationships, it's gonna hurt because it needs to be something that stays with me. I have to remember this pain to remember not to make the same mistakes again. But like I said, this road is not bumpy. The only difference this time is I'm refusing to see a finish line at my first L, my second L, my third L, my fifth. I don't see a finish line. I'm literally looking at this checkpoint and I'm trying to figure out how to make sure I will never be back here again. Because it's not cool to hurt people because you're just disappointed with yourself or your life and it's not good to harbor those angry feelings like i can't believe that i trusted that this person's colors would change because i knew the changes that i was making in myself every day to work on becoming a better person 
And it's not even that that was something that I, you know, invested in and wanted for myself. I wanted to live the best and happiest version of Nicole. And a part of that version is being kind. A part of that version is practicing empathy and really understanding where people come from when they give me like random outbursts because a lot of people say that you get what you give but it's very rarely that I give people that time or energy so I'm starting to understand that the world works in mysterious ways and you can't control other people but you most certainly can control yourself and the effort that you give and what you allow to be taken. It's okay to fuck up. It's okay to forget what the bigger picture is, but there's a bigger picture behind even the smallest frame. Me wanting to live in my purpose meant finding my podcast, talking to you guys, practicing empathy, keeping my mouth shut, Because just because I know something, just because I know that I can really hurt your fucking feelings, it doesn't mean that I have to go there. Not everyone deserves the ugly that they give. Sometimes they need to just be asked if they're okay. Sometimes you need to bite your tongue, walk away, and check out for a few days because your sanity deserves that peace. It's hard because it hurts guys loving yourself is a commitment to yourself no commitment i'm sure that you've ever gone through was easy whether it was baseball learning handwriting learning how to fucking sew there is pain at some point you got hit with the ball you got hit you got stabbed by the needle you know, painting, you fell, skating, you fell, basketball got whacked on the head, anything, career pains, growing pains, getting taller, getting shorter, losing your memory, everything, everything, it hurts, life hurts, life is about making something of that hurt, like, you know, when you hear gym rats talking, and they're just like, I get mad like whenever I get mad I just go to the gym and I just like pump iron like you know I let out the anger by doing something physical and now I'm working out so it's like you finding where you could center that anger and put it in a positive like uplifting force or area I guess for you to reflect on is a good feeling and a great way for you to keep track even when you're the only person seeing your progress because right now i'm feeling like i'm the only bitch seeing myself be nicer but that's okay because i'm not here for them and they can keep on fucking testing me but it's my dumbass that keeps going back to the same toxic environment because i'm comfortable shame on me shame shame on me but i'm working on it guys This is a checkpoint. It's not a finish line. Something else I also want to keep, like, you, like, keep reminding you guys of is when it comes to you working on the inside of you, like, your heart and your mind, these are things that can happen for you as quickly as you'd like, 
the only thing that keeps you from sticking to the healthier habits that you need to make to adjust your lifestyle are things that go unnoticed, if that makes sense. So if you're physically working out, over time, you'll gradually see the gains, the muscles, you'll lose weight, you'll see it in your waist, your, you know, the clothes, your clothes get smaller, they get bigger, whatever the case may be. You see your progress when you work out because you see it in the mirror every day. When you're working on your mental health, this is something done on your own. Only you can see the progress that you make. Only you feel the progress that you make because only you work towards it. So a way for you to realize that you're on the right track is by giving yourself credit when it's due. If you come across a situation where the old version of you would have handled it very poorly and differently, then that would be a great time for you to say, wow, I would have exploded before and I handled this very maturely. Say something as small as that to yourself because recognition goes a long way. A couple of adults, a couple of my friends, people in therapy blame their fucking parents for a lot of shit still till this fucking day because everyone needs that validation everyone needs someone to tell them you're doing a good job dude like here's a little pat on the back a star on your fucking paper like everyone needs that and the moment that you can start giving it to yourself you're there's no fucking limit you don't fucking need anyone so even if it's something fucking small like throwing out the trash if you hate throwing out the trash and that's like the goal that you plan on working out before the year ends give yourself fucking kudos when you throw the trash out even if it was a day too late like congratulations you didn't wait three days later there isn't two bags there it's still just one try and fucking cut the trash at the top congratulate yourself like oh my god I did that. Like, you fucking threw the trash out on time. And you got to tie a bow on the top. Like, you don't have to throw it away because it's too filled and the bag's open and shit's leaking out. Like, congratulate yourself. Small things go the furthest way and you have to start somewhere. And even if it's something small, it may seem small. The smallest things have the biggest impact. The smallest things are connected to so much more it's like a spinal cord holding your entire body together i feel like the spinal cord was like a really bad example because you know your spine's pretty long for the most part but anyway you get the gist of where i'm going with that (laughs) so i i feel like this week was a little up and down because it's mother nature decided to visit i like to call it my carry moment and she thrives so i'm always super emotional the weather is super rainy and i just feel like with the full moon that just passed the energy in the atmosphere is just so different for me i don't know if it's i don't know 
it's a weird feeling it's an uncomfortable feeling but i'm okay with it i want to normalize being uncomfortable so that i can take more risks more often and be open to welcoming new things and speaking of new things i like i said did make the mistake of trusting the wrong person i knew that this was gonna happen they were a fake friend to me before and sometimes people just don't fucking like you i don't think that this kid ever fucking liked me i think that he took advantage of me because i had things to give him and unfortunately there's takers in this world and there's givers and he took advantage and shame on the people who are following him and what he believes and how he chooses to treat people i don't ever want to be friends with someone like that so i'm you know proud of myself for calling this a checkpoint like i'm not done working on myself my journey and it's like such a not a good feeling but i'm just so proud of myself to like look at myself and this person how much time has passed and the opportunity that you've had to like make yourself a better person and the fact that you didn't and i did in the sense that our reactions and the way that we treat others is so contrast that i am proud of myself like i i don't know i don't know i'm proud of myself i don't hear it enough so i'm gonna say it again good job nicole pat on the fucking back this checkpoint really it really got me in my feels but with all the bad always comes a little bit of good and i think that i've worked super hard on clearing myself of energy and making sure that i try not to react the way that i would have in the past and unfortunately the reason why i get put in these situations is because haters are at my local skate park but i love going to my local skate park it's hard to be a girl skater at any skate park alone let alone this is like a pretty chill low-key like hidden spot kind of vibe like no one really knows about the skate park here and i i feel like something good came i don't want to jinx myself but i met four girls like two days ago they rolled up to the skate park with their skateboards and they had a basketball and i don't i felt like there was literally a red carpet like leading them straight to me because they got to the skate park and they came down on the basketball court where i was skating and they were just like hi and they all introduced themselves they're my age they're artists they're skaters and we just all meshed so well we played basketball we followed each other on instagram and it was just a good vibe we laughed played basketball we followed each other on social media and we're gonna plan on skating sometime in the near future i low-key planned karaoke can't wait for it and i i feel like i worked so hard to just like stay on track with my journey and becoming a better person and i know that clearing the environment that i 
I'm in is a big part in that. And I feel like because I stuck to most of my kindness and I guess the way I chose to better myself, I feel like God sent them to me. And the timing just so happened to work perfectly. I hope that you guys can take something with this. I'm, like I said, the rest of the two months gonna work on staying committed to just accepting people as they are, seeing them for their true colors, and understanding that just because I'm a good friend, it doesn't mean I'm gonna get it back. Fuck what the haters gotta say, and that's a wrap. I hope you guys all like this episode. I can't wait to hear from you guys next week, and please don't forget to give us a five star at the end. Bye, guys.